0: There's a moment from October 2008 I remember vividly. I was sitting in a hotel bar with several co-workers talking about the stock market, which had been more volatile than any of us had ever experienced. At the next table was a man who happened to be a financial advisor. One of us asked what we can expect in the coming weeks. Without hesitating, he said, a lot more volatility. Fall of 2008 and all of 2009 was an incredibly challenging period to be a small business owner. The government wasn't going to bail us out. I had two business partners. The three of us were new to management, and we had 17 employees all looking for our leadership. At the start of 2008, unemployment in the U.S. was under 5%. By the end of the year, it was over 7%, and in 2009, it peaked at over 10%. We were freaked. Our team was restless. By the time February 2009 rolled around, our competitors had slashed their workforces, and we were considering doing the same. In January, we made $0 in new sales. February was the same. During an early morning meeting, my partners and I ranked each employee from 1 to 17. Numbers 14, 15, 16, and 17 were going to get their walking papers the next day. It was incredibly stressful. We cared deeply about our team. Some of them had young families. Others were new homeowners. Each job had a family attached to it. That same afternoon, I had lunch with one of my mentors. I didn't bring up the subject of layoffs, but he must have read my face. He said there's another way to approach it. If everyone sacrifices a little, you can keep the team intact. When the market returns, you'll have an incredibly loyal team, and since you don't have to rehire for positions that were eliminated, the team will be fully trained and capable. The next day, we announced to our team that there would be no layoff. We explained we were going to have conversations with each person about what they could sacrifice. Remarkably, two employees approached us after the meeting and said we could cut their hours and pay dramatically. They knew they weren't busy enough to warrant full-time hours. Another employee who was needed full-time suggested we temporarily cut his pay by 25%, and he agreed to continue working full-time. It is times like what we are going through right now that can tell you a lot about the culture your organization has. Are people out for themselves, or will they rally around a common cause and support each other through the challenges? Every employee we asked to take a pay cut or reduce their hours agreed. We did our best to protect the new parents and new homeowners. My partners and I didn't take a salary for more than six months. Our bank eliminated our line of credit at the end of 2008, so in order to make payroll during the very lean months, we recapitalized the business. My partners emptied their 401k accounts, and I put in the money I had set aside for a down payment on a new home. My mentor was right. Ultimately, our business rebounded. When it did, our team was ready to serve our clients. We tripled our revenues over the next six years, reinvented our business, and eventually sold to a larger competitor. Looking back at those incredibly stressful times, there is no question that we handled the situation correctly, and as I think about the 25 years I've been a business owner, there is no period of time that makes me prouder. The world is much different now than it was in 2008, but many leaders and entrepreneurs are making important decisions about the future of their businesses and their employees. If you are one of these people, consider that sharing the pain across the entire organization over the short term, might be the best way to reach your long-term goals. This has been a 12 Geniuses Leadership Moment. Thanks for listening, and thank you for being a genius.